Score big with Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with the game-changing speed of supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers the field and then some and blocks billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you protected at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. We are still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet, now with five to ten times faster upload speeds. All right, let's go ahead and move on and bring in GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, before we start recording, we... We're talking about the, the Rockers Miage game last week, and um, it was a great one. Went right down to the end. I was asking Coach how they didn't block the guy on the, on the last play there. I, I mean, that seemed to be pretty easy uh, to get that yard and, and probably go in, and I think we all know that Kelly was going to go for two and try and end it right there, uh, but they didn't. They got stopped, and, and Miage got the win. Uh, fun game, but uh, really shows just how well Miage is playing right now. Yeah, I mean, we can sit here and talk all night about, you know, all day and night about Mac Armstrong and the offense that Miege has. Um, but they, they've they been doing that all year long now. You know, it's not a surprise to see Mac put up the numbers he did, to see Isaiah Coppage have his fourth straight 100-yard receiving day. But when I talked to John, John Holmes after the game, to me, I, I said, how much of a momentum boost is this and maybe kind of a proving ground that – your team is really balanced this year that it's your defense that ends up winning the day and kind of waving the flag by holding Rockhurst. Uh, I, I thought the Stags defense was really good, especially their secondary to take Rockhurst passing game out. You know, I know the Hawklets turned up some yards in the ground uh, game late in the second, in the second half, things started to click, but boy, I think to to really make Rockhurst one-dimensional says a lot about the secondary at Bishop Miege. I was really impressed. Well, and the other, you know, game that's out there last week was another Catholic battle. Uh, I want to talk about Leeds kind of, you know, Rockhurst has got Aquinas next week. Just when you think St. James is <laughs> not dead in the water, they right. go and pretty much control Aquinas last week and get that win. I, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. And, you know, it's funny after the game at Miege, it, it took, you know, no time at all with cell phones and stuff now before the locker room at outside of Bishop Miege was already buzzing about <laughs> the fact that they had just kind of earned some extra uh, uh, leeway between them and Aquinas for the EKL race. So the kids found out about that really quick and they were excited. But no, I didn't see it coming. Um, but at the same time, you know, Dion, I mean, Tom Radke's program is is built on these type of games where, uh, you know, we've seen it in the state playoffs. They shine when the lights are brightest. And this was one of those games where, you know, I think St. James uh, matches up well with the physical teams in the EKL. Mm -hmm. And obviously St. Thomas Aquinas is one of those. And, um, you yeah, know, they, they just came out. The, those, those Catholic rivalry games, man, it, it's just different. It, you throw the records out because – uh, you know, St. James is one of those teams that they're always hungry when Miege and Aquinas come calling. I think St. James is always mentally tough. You know, everybody has physical toughness, but St. James, particularly up front on defense, they are just mentally tough. They uh, believe I mean, Wade, they're going to stop you. Wade Spencer, you know, they're, they're kind of star up, up front on the defensive line just oozes that. And it's, it's interesting. It took that program a couple of years, I feel like, you know, for the coaches to really get the kids to buy in, but you're right, coach. I mean, it, it's there. You go watch St. James, uh, even in games when they lose, I mean, they, they kind of have uh, the, the blinders on and, and they keep 
they keep themselves really focused. And so I was surprised that they beat St. Thomas Aquinas because of the way St. Thomas Aquinas had been playing this year. But I guess I wasn't surprised that, you know, St. James was able to pull an upset. Well, and some of the other crossover games, Staley and Blue Valley West was a great one back and forth right down to the end. Um, Ray Peck came over, kind of handled uh, Blue Valley North. Blue Valley Northwest and Lee Summit North was back and forth all the way down to the end. So that to me, that to me says a lot about, I, I think if you're counting, you know, Blue Valley Northwest saying, oh, they lost to Aquinas, maybe they're not as good. I'd be worried about Blue Valley Northwest in 6A the way they went toe-to-toe with Lee Summit North. Absolutely. Uh, that was a game that I I wondered, you know, if Blue Valley Northwest had the, the quote, horses to hang with all of the athletes that Lee Summit North puts out there on the field. And I think we just saw that that Clint Ryder's program is disciplined. I think we saw that, you know, they have maybe some more athletes on the field than I gave them credit for. And I think we also saw just how much of a load and, and that Grant Stubblefield can shoulder because, uh, you know, he, he proved himself against a really strong and again, uh, recruiting wise, a, a star studded defensive uh, group that Lee Summit North has out there. Uh, tell me that. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you one more game that I, I thought was kind of a proven ground for me. I know, obviously, it was a, a what was it, a 35 14 loss. That's but where I was going next. <laughs> I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, man. Gardner Edgerton showed that, you know, even though they're maybe not at Mill Valley's level, um, as far as challenging maybe for the Sunflower League championship, man, they, uh, they put some stats out there that, that, that proved to me, hey, the Trailblazers are going to stick around here. Yeah, and they, you know, they gave it to North this week. And I, and I think there's two two things can be true. Gardner Edgerson looked pretty good uh, for about a quarter and a half against Mill Valley. And then also Mill Valley is really freaking good. <laughs> Coach, well, that, that's there, are not very many, there are not very many teams that can go down 0-14 and win 41-14 to 14 over the course of the game. That's for sure. Absolutely. But that might be one of the more kind of, I, I don't want to say under the radar games. Um, Cause obviously if you're looking at standings, I mean, it, it holds up with, with everything that's on the table this week, but that, that Gardner Olathe North game should yeah. be a lot of fun. You know, if you're into defensive football, you're going to love it. You know, if, if you're into the new trends of spreads and, and throwing it around, it's not that type of affair, but <laughs> boy, yeah. If, if you love watching guys just crash helmets in the trenches and that kind of stuff, uh, it, it should be a fun one. Those will be two teams that will need the ice baths after Friday night. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I know this Friday you're going to be on the Missouri side. You're doing uh, Lee Summit North and Ray Peck, which should be a good one. You're going to see a lot of fantastic players in that one. Uh, have fun with that, and we will chat with you again next week. Yeah, Dion, sounds like I'll be maybe sharing the sidelines with some Alabama and Tennessee Ooh. staff members. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of talent flying around in Ray Peck on Friday. Uh, yeah, no doubt. All right, well, hey, have a good one. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Dion.